for the duration. Saunders puts the old chemist in said as we are not a tea room we will be shutting our doors at 6pm this Friday until we are allowed to sell alcohol again. Kilgetty's Buffs Social Club said that following the announcement from Mr Drakeford, the Buffs Social Club here in Kilgetty will close as of 6pm Friday until further notice. We are very sorry to our regular loyal customers who have always supported us before and throughout this difficult time. We hope to see you all soon. Leader of the opposition, Paul Davies, said the new restrictions announced on the hospitality sector are disproportionate and unfair. He said this blanket approach across all of Wales is disproportionate and will unfairly affect parts of the country where infection rates are significantly lower than others and will harm the sector to such an extent that large parts of it may not recover. This is after they have invested hundreds and in some cases thousands of pounds on making their premises as safe as possible. With the best will in the world, and especially in the run-up to Christmas if pubs and cafes cannot sell alcohol with meals it could encourage people to drink at home and in groups all the evidence so far has shown that these sorts of interactions are generally more likely to be a cause of transmission the Welsh Government is making a further £340 million available through the Economic Resilience Fund to support businesses affected by the new changes to the regulations. It will include a specific fund to support hospitality and tourism businesses too. You can get in the mood for Christmas from the comfort of your own home with That'll Be The Day, brought to you by the Torch Theatre. The rock and roll variety show will be streamed online on Sunday, December 6th from 7pm. That'll Be The Day has been an annual highlight of the Torch Theatre's calendar with its nostalgic mix of music and comedy. The show has partnered with the Torch Theatre to deliver the brand new Christmas show direct into people's homes. You can join some of the cast online for a roller coaster sleigh ride through the golden age of rock and roll and pop. The pre-recorded show includes the best pop Christmas classics and traditional Christmas songs, along with hilarious comedy routines. Producer and director Trevor Payne and some of the cast will be live online on the evening, pre-show, during the interval and after show to answer questions, chat and share a virtual sherry online. The show is available to stream or download from 12.99 and you can book your tickets now online at www.thatllbetheday.events forward slash theatres. I'm Charlie James and you're up to date on Pure West This Radio. is Pure West Radio for Pembrokeshire from Pembrokeshire. Pure West Radio. See the action live from our studios in Haverford West at purewestradio.com and on our Facebook page. down to Georgia, he was looking for a soul to steal. He was in a bind because he was way behind and he was willing to make a deal. When he came across this young man sewing on a fiddle and playing it hot, and the devil jumped up on a hickory stump and said, boy, let me tell you what. I guess you didn't know it, but I'm a fiddle player too. And if you'd care to take a dare, I'll make a bet with you. Now you play pretty good fiddle, boy, but give the devil his due. I bet a fiddle of gold against your soul because I think I'm better than you. The boy said, my name's Johnny and it might be a sin, but I'll take your bet you're going to regret because I'm the best as ever been. Johnny, rising up your bow and play your fiddle hard, cause hell's broke loose in Georgia and the devil deals the cards. And if you win, you get this shiny fiddle made of gold, but if you lose, the devil gets your soul. 
his case and he said, I'll start this show. And fire flew from his fingertips as he rosined up his bow. And he pulled the bow across the strings and it made an evil hiss. And then a band of demons joined in and it sounded something like this. Johnny said, well, you're pretty good, old son, but sit down in that chair right there and let me show you how it's done. Fire on the mountain, run, boys, run. The devil's in the house of the rising sun. Chicken in the bread pan, picking out dough. Ready to the dog bite, no child, no. devil bowed his head because he knew that he'd been beat And he laid that golden fiddle on the ground at Johnny's feet Johnny said, devil, just come on back if you ever want to try again I done told you once, you son of a bitch, I'm the best there's ever been He played, found a mountain, run, boy, run Devil's in the house of the rising sun The chicken in the bread pan, picking out dough Granny, we don't fight no child, no The devil went down to Georgia, and in the year 2000, I was in Georgia. Oh, yeah. Didn't yes. see the devil, but... Uh, no, well, it's normally a demon. Yeah, 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 yeah. Go for it. Welcome to the West Files Part 2. Part 2. With Ronnie and Steve. Yes. And we have a very, very important announcement. So stay tuned for a very, very, very important announcement. Which you better stay tuned for now, because I'm about to You're going to do it right now? I'm going to do it. Right, right pin back your lug holes. There now follows a public information broadcast. By Ronnie. <laughs> I love the way he does that. Here at Pure West Radio, we've been with Johnston Garden Centre running a competition for a six-foot Nordman for Christmas Did tree. Did No, you oh. didn't win. But it was kindly donated by Johnston Garden Centre. And I can tell you... Can we have a drum roll? Have we got a drum roll? Paula Evans from Johnston, you have won that six-foot Christmas tree. I just hope you haven't got to cut a hole in the ceiling to fit it in the house. <laughs> <laughs> Congratulations from us all here. Well done, Paula. Yep. So that's, that's the important announcement. That was the important announcement. We should have some Christmassy music to celebrate. Yes, Paula, this one's for you. Paula Evans you. from Johnston for the Christmas tree. Here's your song. See 
That was for you, Paula Evans from Johnston, who has just won the six-foot Christmas tree from Johnston Garden Centre. You could have carried it home as well. <laughs> <laughs> That's going to be fun. Put it on the sledge. We'll you're listening snow. to the West Files on Pure West Radio. You weather tomorrow if you're interested. It's going to get brighter. No more of this grey, miserable stuff. The sun's going to be out in the afternoon, but it's going to be a bit chilly at uh, highs of ten. Oh, this is double figures. There we go. Yeah. So. That was an interesting first hour. I enjoyed that. It yeah. went very, very quickly. It did. It does. It's it was because it was a time slip. <laughs> it was a time slip. Yeah. We, <laughs> and we were we were sort of touching on the the ghost hunter side of things, mm. and I wanted to talk to the top ghost hunter, didn't I? Yeah, but we couldn't find one. Yeah, so we got you instead. Yeah, because I know you know we do the West Files. And, you know, it's it's come out, you know, that you've done this, that and the other. But you are a genuine, bona fide ghost hunter, aren't you? Um, for my sins, that's for what I sins. do, yes. And you, you have... have for many, 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 many years. I was going to say, you, you know, how long have you been doing it? Well, uh, it started when I was a small boy, when we used to go on family holidays to North Wales, and I used to um, stamp my feet 
have little boy tantrums. And <laughs> you still do be, that now. <laughs> and demand to be taken to look for the ghosts. Really? Apparently so. And that's where it started? Well, that seems to be. I mean, that's what my parents tell me anyway. Yeah, and, uh, it's, and it just carried on from there. Yeah. I, I I don't remember a lot about the early, obviously, when, you know, when I was small, but yeah. um, they tell stories about I made a Ouija board in the garage when I was eight. Wow. Uh, apparently, I, I had a an imaginary friend um, when I was even smaller. None of, I can't remember no. any of that. So. But yeah, so it's been with me all my life, I think. It sounds like it. it does. But you actually, you know, you... You have a team, I take it, a proper team, or well, yeah. I mean, you heard Anne talking about how we met in a paranormal team yes. called Rural Paranormal Investigations, and they were crazy. Um, and we 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 very quickly fell out, uh, got thrown out, <laughs> <laughs> and we realised that we the intro our passion was you know it was a passion, and we wanted to you know we 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 sat down over a cup of tea and um, a digestive and thought there's got to be a better way of doing this. And mm. we were both, we, uh, we both had a science background, and we realised that science, Bloody. not science, couldn't explain it, but science held, held the only way that we would ever understand it was by approaching it methodically and scientifically, and so um, the group Paranormal Science was born, which became Parascience. Which is... Is what it is today. It yeah. has been going for 30-something years. Which is a long time. It's it's a long time for it to be going as well, isn't it? it we're, we're certainly not a fly-by-night organisation, no. that's true. Um, but it started off because, because the first group that we were involved with had, had a committee. And um, they spent more... I mean, like like this was in the days long before the internet and long before you know social media. And the group had a newsletter and most of the committee meetings were taken up by, you know, whose turn is it to do the front cover? And it was my turn. Oh, wow. Should we have a recipe? And should we have a... We're not here to do that. We're not here to... <laughs> it's like, stop it. And they... Anything with committees tends to fall apart and argue and factionalise. And we said, right, it's not going to be a committee. It's our group. And if you don't like it, you can sling you up and go. And there's the door. And that's been Parascience's method. So benevolent dictatorship. Uh, yeah, is the way it's run. So, mostly by Anne. <laughs> mostly by Anne. I can say that now because I know she's gone to bed. <laughs> she might download the podcast, which is available <coughs> after true. tomorrow. Um, so, how many of you? Because you've you've got an obviously an investigative team. How many have you got in the team? Um, we're at any uh, currently eight, nine. So, sorry, nine. nine. So, what do they do? What do the different members do? Um, what by day, or by you know with in, oh, well by know. day. I mean we the team is chosen um, from a, a most diverse range of ages and interests. Ah, um, because what we're interested in predominantly uh, is human experience, and it, we want a broad cross section of human interest and experience. So you know, we have um, one of our members flies jumbo jets across the atlantic and around the world uh, another one um well we you know what have we got what other roles have we got we've got people that work in banking in industry we've got people who are retired we've got people who are still at college you know. so there's a there's quite an age difference then if you the youngest is 24 and the oldest one is past retirement age oh bless so 
So what? We get how, on. how did you get the team together? Well, we've we've never advertised. Um, we've we've always when we've seen when we've encountered somebody that we think is advantageous to what we want to do, and we think that they'll fit uh, with the team, and that um, that they've demonstrated at least that they're interested at a serious level, and yeah. not just having a scary night out in a local haunted which house, which is a totally different experience. Which anyway. is a very different experience. You know, I mean, there are lots of people who say that they're paranormal investigators primarily because they want to be on a YouTube channel or have a television show. Uh, you know, on, on a... you don't seem to have a lot of time for people like that. I've got a lot of time. I, most of I'm. You're trying to word this right, aren't you? No, no, because I'm not one for mincing words. It's. I respect what they do and why they're doing it. It's when they start to pretend to be something that they're not. I mean, if they're running a paranormal events company or a paranormal television show um, on social media, then good luck to them. And they're providing a service and they're entertaining and often amusing. And, you know, I, I, I've been on them. Yes. I've, I've worked on them. Uh, but when they then pretend that that's serious investigation, ah. um, pretend that, that there are demons and pretend that there are portals to the underworld, you know, and I've seen the damage and the distress that these people cause mm. um, with their, you know, their desire and their clamouring for fame, that it all starts to that, that, that starts to grind my gears. Yeah, and at that, point, which is understandable because you know they're more interested in it for themselves. Um, I mean, don't get me wrong, there's not an altruistic bone in my body in terms of I'm not investigating the paranormal to help people understand their experiences or get rid of demons or, you know. Yeah. Uh, I mean, that's that's a side effect that's a beneficial side effect. What I'm there for is to understand, you know, why people see, report, experiencing ghosts. Because I'm the curious one. I have these questions and I want to answer those questions. Everything else is a bonus. Yeah. So how you know do how do you work out which investigations to go on? Well, we tend to we tend to avoid the the headline places, you know, the yeah. uh, the places where any and often, even though a case might appear to be interesting, um, if the local ghost group has already been there and told them there's a portal to the underworld and demons and they've captured stuff on there squawk boxes and flashy light boxes we will we there is very little we can then do to benefit the person no having the experience and and also there's very little that we can gain from studying the experience because it's been so trampled i mean often you'll 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 discover that a lot of the stories that are attached to a location and you know i can point to some of our local haunted uh, attractions uh, they've got more ghosts now the ghost hunters have been than they did before the ghost hunters got there oh my goodness um, and these stories then pass into uh, the folklore the reality of the stories that are attached to the place and become told like they are real when in actual fact these are just you know somebody went along and they they said that these things happened without a shred of proof or 
uh, to back up what they're saying. So when you do the investigations, um, I mean, we've talked about, as you call them, the flashy boxes and the gimmicky <laughs> things. What, yeah. as a, you know, an investigative team, what do you, what do you use yourselves? Well, we do use equipment and equi- equipment's important because it can, ver- it can va- uh, validate somebody's experience. Um, it can help us understand their experience because we weren't there. Um, but I, at a very simple level, it allows us to to put to the test some of the claims. So if you say to me, or, or the person says, the room went icy cold, well, the temperature, I should be able to measure that. Yeah. If you t- say to me that you heard footsteps outside your bedroom door or in the corridor outside the office where you work, or, or indeed even on the stairs down here in... Um, pure west towers Mm. then that's a real sound that should be able to be recorded the problem we've got is if we don't record a temperature change when you said the room went icy cold and if we don't record footsteps when you said you heard a sound on the stairs that doesn't mean to say that it didn't happen but it does i mean there are there are two inferences there one we haven't got the technology yet that can record it Mm. but the ears are hearing it differently but that's really pushing the sort of strange end of physics. Um, it's highly suggested from those experiences that you are most likely hallucinating the experience inside your head or you're misperceiving the temperature because you will feel cold and hot even though the temperature hasn't changed. Mm. And a very good example of that, of how we can misperceive temperature, is if you jump quickly into a hot bath, you'll shiver. Yeah. And the reason for that is because the cold receptors are further up in the skin, nearer the surface of the skin than the heat receptors, so they trigger first. And the first thing your brain thinks is, bloody hell, it's cold. But it's not. And it's not. So no. it shivers for a fraction of a second, you know, send an involuntary shiver down your spine. Which I then, think we've all experienced in the bath or the shower And then shower you jump out point. of the bath. Yeah. Um, there are other ways that the, the you know the world around us can mess with us, and a very good example that a lot of people can relate to is probably uh, sitting quietly in a chair with your headphones on, um, not your in-ear ones, but these big. Remember when you were young, you had the big over your headphones, and you'd, listening to, and you'd be listening to the Sunday chart show. Yeah, and every time you you know you listen to the music, there was always a a sensation that somebody just walked into the room or was standing nearby. Mm. And you had to take the headphones off and have a quick look. There's nobody there. And the, make sure yourself there was nobody there. And you go back to the song and then that feeling would grow. Well, the reason for that happening is because you were wearing over-ear headphones, which have got electromagnetic coils in them to make the speaker move. Yeah. Now, that is lo- right, lying right next to the temporal lobes of the brain. An, electro- an electromagnetic field stimulating the temporal lobes of the brain causes people to sense that there's something nearby. Ah... So, yeah, but but because people can't necessarily uh, smell or taste or hear these things or understand them, or nobody's ever bothered explaining it to them, then there is the assumption that it's paranormal. Um, and that's often built upon um, by some of these mystical ghost hunters who will reinforce that, that belief that, oh, yeah, that spirit trying to communicate with you or that spirit trying to make you aware that they're there. Mm. When in actual fact, you know, there's a perfectly normal explanation for it. So there we are. It's, it is fascinating. And, and, you know, as I said, we, you know, we were talking while the news was on, you know, that we hadn't actually discussed the fact that you yourself 
go out and ghost hunt. But you are the top ghost hunter? Um, I'm certain, no, that, that's an arrogant claim to make. I mean, the Wall Street Journal did call me the gold standard of ghost hunting. <laughs> They, uh, they, they, did, they, they came across a few years ago and spent a few days with me. Yeah. And they, uh, they described me in their article as the gold standard of ghost hunting. I, I wouldn't say I was the best. I'm certainly in the top one. <laughs> yeah. Not arrogant at all. No. But it's, Not in the slightest. But you... you but also... it, it baffles me that I can be rated that highly. I was going to say because because you know to be called the gold standard or to be recognised as one of the country's leading investigators, um, just for doing things um, using common sense and good science practice, the sort of level of stuff that we learnt at school when we all did science experiments at school, and you mm. wrote down your method and the equipment and the the conclusions in an exercise book. That's all that we do. That's exactly the level that we bring to the investigation. It's not rocket science. It's common sense. And so by at that level, I shouldn't be the best. I should be down, down at the pa- bottom of the pack. Or at least there should be a lot of people should be a at the lot same of level. At that yeah. level. Because you were taught that very sim- those simple principles at school. And that is the principles that, I t- that you take into every ghost hunt then? Yeah. That's exactly it. We, when we go to an investigation, there's no sitting around in the dark and holding hands and going, can you hear me? <laughs> Is there anybody yeah. there? I know you're dead, but we don't mean you any harm. It, it, it's just about being there. You're trying to understand what the person who had their first experience, had, you know, by being there at the same time, at the same place, hopefully you might, have a similar experience which gives you an, in, an insight an inkling into what took place yeah uh, it often doesn't um but we you know if the person's sitting with the lights on the lights are on you don't sit in the dark there's no need to you fall asleep if the lights are off well yeah you know i mean the analogy i've always used is if you're watching um strictly and a big fat spider you know you're engrossed in the program and a big fat spider walks across the floor you'll see the spider ring you'll go oh well, it's a big spider yeah if you're sitting in the dark at one o'clock in the morning... You ain't going to see you that You could put a herd of spiders in that <laughs> room. You'd never know because you were probably going to be half asleep. Yeah. So you're in no fit state to observe anything. So why be there at that time unless that's a specific time that the person had their experience? Which makes a lot of sense. So, you know, it's... it's uh, we, I, I, I think we should have some music. I think so. And I'm going to dedicate this to... Dry, to um, to Boris and the drivers of electric vehicles because, um, yeah, because from, is it 2030 we're not allowed to have uh, petrol engines anymore? You can imagine the scene. You've driven all the way across the country, which we can do for five days, um, to see your relatives and your your electric car. Yeah. And you won't be driving home for Christmas. You'll be walking home for Christmas. Faces. 
get home as well while sitting at the charger. driving home for Christmas will just be a distant memory because you'll be sitting at the charger waiting for your electric car to be charged up. Oh yeah, sorry I was eating my jelly baby. Oh were you? <laughs> okay. Hey, final check on the weather tomorrow. It's not going to rain, but you'll need a big coat because it's going to be cold. And the last time we are going to announce tonight the winner of the Johnston Garden Centre Six Foot Christmas Tree is Paula Evans from Johnston, well done, congratulations. Congratulations, you're going to need a huge bag to get that home. Yeah, I wonder if they deliver. I'm imagining that that will be arranged. <laughs> 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 
hope it's so. It's above my pay grade to figure that one out. <laughs> <laughs> well, you never know. <laughs> but yes, enjoy your tree. And we want pictures of it decorated, please. Oh, yeah, that'd be nice. That'd be nice, wouldn't it? Mm. So, we've had an interesting show. We still are having an interesting yes. show. We've still got a little ways to go yet. Yes, I know. But we, we've we had all sorts of discussions tonight about mm. different things. It's a job to know what to go on to next, because we were talking about your your ghost hunting. We were. Yes. But we don't want to waste an entire... I mean, we could waste an entire month of shows talking about that. Yeah, we, we might have to do that. Well, maybe. That's yeah. for the future. Yeah. You never know. What do you want to talk about now, then? Huh? What should we talk about now? What should we talk about now? Yeah. I don't. Not a clue. Um, we should we should ask for people because people, you know, we've said some controversial things tonight. Oh, we, we have. Call, yes. Called television go- those wannabe TV ghost hunters a uh, bunch of time wasters. Because <laughs> it really should be who are you going to who who are you going to call is really who are you going to let in your house. Well, yeah. You know, because they'll they'll turn up and they'll promise you all manner of you know and. They'll feed upon your... Well, that's for another day, isn't yeah. it? Far be it from me. Yeah, well, no, we, we could go into... That could be quite an interesting discussion. Maybe we should um, invite them on the show. Yeah. And they can argue with me. Oh, that would be so much fun. Yeah, possibly. Oh, I think so. I'll be referee. <laughs> <laughs> you know, there's only one way to answer that. That's to dedicate the next tune to you, isn't it, really? And oh, is it another this one no it's uh, it's that time oh it's it's time for your favorite song no yeah no yeah no yeah it's time to put this tune into your head as you wend your weary way thanks up the hill thank you why do i work with you don't know not me <laughs> Thank you. 
For competitions and local news, follow Pure West Radio on Facebook. Pure West Radio. Screaming, go away. Tick tock, tick tock, tick tock. 24-7, got you on my mind. 